okay, let's begin Parshas B'Shalach, Tavshin Peidalad, um, as we um, get into our um, Kriyas Yamsuf uh, discussions and uh, the second of the three, as we know, you see, it's been starting Kriyas Yamsuf and Maimed Arsinai, and we will start with the beginning when Benzirim are on the run after uh, Am Yisrael <laughs> last we met. Um, everything seemed great, and they were on top of the world, and Karban Pesach, and all the uh, all the halachos that were given back in Parakid Bays, and all of a sudden, the mood seems to have changed at the beginning of Parshas B'Shalach. Vayi B'Shalach Paro Es Ha'am, the... When Paro sent out the... Um, and then the... Chase is on, as the Pasuk describes in Pasuk Vav, Pasuk Zion, well, Pasuk Hafers, Vayugal Melech Mizraim Kivaracha Am. Paro hears that the Am has uh, run away. Vayehafech Levav Paro Vavadavala Am. Vayom Azoso Sinu, what do we do? It's amazing. Not so long ago did he send them out. Kishilachno es Yisrael Meyavdenu. Vayasar es Richbo, Vesla Amalakachimo, and he, uh, gets his chariot, um, gets his chariot ready. Vayikach chase bios Rechav Bachar, Vachal Rechav Mitzrayim, Vachulu. And they get the chariots and the horses and uh, everything is ready and Vayachazik is Leif Paro. Asks the Revobi, not a question, it's just a Ha'ara. Just a Ha'ara, based on Rashi. Based on Rashi, look at Rashi. Rashi says on, Vachal Rechav Mitzrayim. Right, what, what followed, right, 600,000, right, Rechev Bachur, Shariot's men, Vakol Rechev Mitzrayim, asks Rashi, from where were they? Umehechen hayu behemas halalu. Where were these animals from? Right, didn't everybody, all of them die? Right, ve'im tomar mishal Mitzrayim, harei namar vayamas kol mikne Mitzrayim. Right, all the cattle died in the Amaka. Ve'im tomar mishal Yisrael, and if it was from the Jews, they took all of their animals. So where were these animals from? Says Rashi, right from the from those that feared. Right, it said back in Makas Dever, those who feared Hashem, uh, they will they took their animals back inside. They took them inside because they feared Hashem, so they were nervous that the plague was going to happen, was going to affect their animals. Mikan Hayareb Shimon Omer, Kasher Mitzrayim. Harog, Tov Shebenachashim, Ritzotetz Mocho. From here, Rabbi Shimon says, even the best of Mitzrayim, you have to defend yourself and kill them if they're trying to kill you. Or the, the best of snakes, right, you should smash. Well, what, what's Rabbi Shimon trying to say? What's Rabbi Shimon trying to say? Says Revolbi. Says Revolbi. We're talking about the best of Mitzrayim, right? They feared HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hayari Esvar Hashem, and now they're chasing the Jews? Like, what happened? What just happened? It wasn't so long ago that the Makos happened, right? Only a couple of hours ago, right? Kriyas Yamsov was a week later. So only a couple of hours ago was their Makos Bechoros. And before that, they, they were in a state of fear. So says Revolbi in Source 1, after quoting Rashi. Elu Mitzrim Shalisam Yerushamayim. Kisha Moshe Rabbeinu, his here, Shekalam Hamos Yamusu, when Moshe Rabbeinu gave the warning that all the animals will die, Heim Shamul Moshe, Vechlisus Behemtam, they trusted. They said, okay, we, we better bring our animals in. Vyachshavatam Yerotam Yerei Shamayim. Radvach Rechal Yisrael, what happened? And the answer is because when it comes to people who hate the Jews, Hayira Lo Amdalahem. That momentary fleeting Recognition of God did not last. Kishabo bifnei nisayon halchu kulam berudav as Yisrael. Mamash tov shem nechashim, like the, like the best of snakes. Zosomeres kishabeteva hu nachash lo ozer shi nachash tov hu nishar nachash. You can have the best of snakes, but it's a snake. It's a snake, and you always got to be careful of a snake. Sometimes you hear Rahman al-Islam, a story on the news that a dog that was, uh, a, um, whatever, one of these dogs that needs a, needs a, a, ch- um, a closure on their mouth and they need to be muzzled, ah, uh, you know, did something to the owner. Ah, uh, he was always fine, I don't know what happened to him. If it's a dog, it's a dog. If it's a snake, it's a snake. You can't change the nature, you can't change the essence. You can try to teach a nachash, Kach Mitzri. The Mitzrayim, they had a little Yerushalayim, but it, it didn't last. 
It didn't last. Lo zershu akasha shebimitzrayim who nishar mitzri. The Mitzrayim hated the Jews. doesn't matter how they uh, tried to raise themselves up, or, or not try, affected by the, by the Makkas, didn't change. It didn't change, it didn't affect them. It didn't shape them. He was scared, scared of his animals. Maybe my animals are going to die. But his mahus didn't change, it's just on the surface. Right? And the message for us is that those of us who are hopefully yare, it has to change us. It has to affect us. It can't be like the Mitzrayim. They left it in Egypt and they ran after the Jews. No, when we have Yeresh Hashem, when we have Avas Hashem, when we have anything that affects us, we have to be Mishana Arteva. Lashanos is a Teva Shalom, Imzel Lokach, it's got to be real. It's got to be real. And this really relates to the next source, the next source as well. When we speak about Emuna, the Aminu Bashem of Moshe Avdo, right? When we see by Kriyas Yamsuf, the pasuk that we say every morning, and remember the uh, thought of Rabbi Tzadok. Rabbi Tzadok says on this pasuk, Bashem of Moshe Avdo, just like there's a mitzvah that we have to believe in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Aminu Bashem, there's a mitzvah that we have to believe in ourselves. And the way that a man can accomplish anything in life is to believe that we have that potential. Right? There's no greater day to think about that than tonight, which here is Tu B'Shvat. Tu B'Shvat, I was like about to say like, are we allowed to say that? Yeah, no, yesterday was Yadal Shvat. No, that's the sphere. But, but uh, you're allowed to say Tu B'Shvat. Uh, so Tu B'Shvat is about, it's still chilly. The, the blossoms are just starting, but we recognize the great potential. The winter... Going into the spring, we recognize the great potential, and that's by Aminu Bashem of Moshe Avdo. Not just the Emune in Akadish Baruch Hu, but the Emune in ourselves. That we've quoted in the past. But if you look here in the Darki Musar, Rav Naiman, he says, let me talk a little bit about Emuna. Again, this is the Emuna, the opposite of the Emuna that's discussed by Revolbi in source number one. That type of year at Emuna. When we speak about the divine revelation that took place, Amazing Emuna, amazing, they believed. There's Emuna and there's Emuna. And he quotes from Simcha Zissel of Kelm. There are two types of belief. Again, it's hard to translate, you know, Emuna. We say the word believe, but it really, there's more than that. Emuna is a is a connection to what one believes in. I once heard a long time ago that, interesting, the word for father in every language is different. In English, it's father. In, um, I don't know, in Abba in Hebrew and uh, Tati in Yiddish. Every word is different. Different words. The word for mother in every language has the same shorish. Same shorish. Mama, mommy, mama. It's all, all the same shorish. Ima. Well, it comes from the word emuna. It comes from the word emuna. Because there's a connection that's created, a special mother-child connection, which can only be created through carrying for, for nine months and then nursing, and, and that connection that only a mother has with a child, but that's, that's the basis, the ultimate emuna that a, that a child has with the mother. Uh, that's as an aside. Uh, but connected to that. Emuna There's emuna through philosophy, through thinking, through the brain. And then there's emuna through actuality and reality. And he gave, a, gave an illustration. If somebody never tasted bread, somebody describes to you bread. It's the basis, it's nourishment. You take grain and you grind it and you bake it. Bread is what satiates. Right? A second philosopher could come and tell you the opposite. You have no idea. You can be convinced one way, you can be convinced the other way. It's all about what your mind is thinking. But if somebody was hungry and he ate bread and he was satiated from the bread, even if a thousand, a hundred philosophers come and tell you that bread does not satiate, you'll answer, no, 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 it does. 
I, I, I know it. I don't have to believe anything. I don't have to be convinced. I know it because I experienced it. Right? If uh, they could prove to you that it's not doesn't satiate you, you'll scoff and you'll make they're a joke. And you know from experience. You know from reality. You know from reality that lechem bread is something that is must be and that nourishes. No philosophy and nothing could change that. If you know something in reality, so then nothing is gonna is gonna change that. The same thing with emuna. There are different types of emuna. Somebody learned more nevuchim and all the other philosophical works, and he came to the realization and the understanding. There's a God, there has to be Hashem in the world because A B C because because A B C D because the other opinions don't make sense. The other this answers almost all the questions. There could be somebody that maybe could convince you otherwise. So he's not, that's not emuna, that's emuna type one. But then there's emuna type two. Zusha emuna so he chushes mitziutit, right? It's, it's reality. If it's real, if you, if we know it, then it doesn't matter what anybody would say or what would happen. When we when we learn and we feel him, who margish baatzmo chiyas davnafshes he lost, right? We just feel this invigoration from above. Ula hefech kshemisrat misrapemili vitara, and when we're not spiritually connected, we feel empty, we feel naked. Vumachuser menucha achi takin drachav, we feel distant. We have to do what we can to back on that type of emuna. That's what we're talking about here. V'yabinu b'Hashem v'Moshe Avdo. This type of emuna through feeling, through experiencing, that's what they had. Through all the years of Mitzrayim, maybe it was the first type. Right? They had a Misora from Yosef, from Yaakov, what was going to be, going back to Abraham. They knew it, but maybe they didn't experience it. But now, they experienced it. Right? They saw they saw whatever is humanly possible. Right? your malchus. We'll get back to that And that's that's the amuna that they achieved, and that's what we yearn for. That's what we strive for. Our Amunah shouldn't be based on logic and understanding, because then we could just be convinced otherwise. Has to be, it has to be that, but it has to be an anchor also. And if you turn the page, he says also, he quotes the story about a certain Admar. He asked them, you know, you believe in Hashem? So they didn't know what... They knew this was a setup, but they're like, what are we supposed to answer? So, what kind of question is that? The Admar says, I don't believe. I don't believe? What do you mean you don't believe? The Admar said, you believe that this is a table? What do you mean we believe? We don't have to believe. We know it's a table. He says, yeah, I know. I don't have to believe. I don't have to believe. Right? You don't have to believe. You have to know. And just to add the words of Rabbi Yaakov Emden that we mention often, that he writes in his Siddur, the greatest proof of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in history, the greatest miracle that ever took place was not Kriyas Yamsuf that we're going to read about, or you see us in Sriam last week, or Mamad Arsinai next week. The greatest miracle in the history of the world and the proof of HaGadosh Baruch Hu is that the Jewish people are still here. After everything that we've been through, how many time, how many October 7th events, Rahman al have we been through as a people? 
And we're still here. And we're still going forward. And that's the greatest proof. We just have to open up our eyes. It doesn't mean that it's not painful, but this is our emuna. And we, we don't believe, we do believe, but we know. We know and we have to know. Okay. So, we don't always get to the Shira, so Baruch Hashem this year we do. So that's the lead up pasuk to the Shira, Uz Yashir Moshe. Uz Yashir Moshe. Chazal already pick up on the Yashir. Why is it Yashir in future tense? Right, so Rashi quotes Medrish and Pshat. For the second Rashi quotes Medrish. Rashi quotes Amr Abbasir Zechron Lavracha Mikan Remez L'Tchiasamesim in Torah. is is not mentioned Beferish in the Torah. It's not mentioned. So this is a Remez. The Gemara in Sanhedrin has a couple of Remazim. This is Yashir, Yashir, future. We'll sing at a certain point in the future. That's a Remez of Chiesa Mesim, Minatora. That's what Rashi says is Midrasho. But if you look at the first half of the Rashi, right, Rashi quotes a different shot. Oz Yashir, Moshe, Oz. Kishera Hanes, Allah Belibo, She Yashir Shira. When they saw the Nase, they saw Kriyas Yamsuf, it went up in his heart to say Shira. So when it went up in Moshe's heart, that was before the song. So at that point, the song was in the future. So when Moshe felt like it was ready, that's what Uz Yashir, Uz, at that moment, then Moshe saw the nace and felt the nace and had an urge to sing, then he was about to sing and that's why it's future, Yashir Moshe. Uz Yashir Moshe. Okay, good, we understand the Rashi. Ask the Maharal and the Gurayi, what kind of unusual... Just say they sung. What does the Pazak have to emphasize? Us, at the time that they were inspired to sing, then, at the, in the future, they sung. Just say they sung. It's such a complicated con- uh, concept. Says the Guriari in source number four, top left. Oz Kishiranes, Ratzel Atakin Hayud, Shal Yashir. He's first explaining what was Rashi's problem, bothered by Shulash and Asid. Vitirates Rashi answers to Pirusho, Kishara Hanes, Allah Yashir. Right, when he saw the miracle, it went up in his heart to sing, Vavishapir Lashan Asid. And at that moment in time, it was in the future that they were going to sing. Ask the Maharal. One of the greatest commentaries that we have on Rashi. We have hundreds. We have hundreds of commentaries on Rashi. It's a reflection of the godless of Rashi. I mentioned that how many commentaries do we have on Rashi Allah Torah to try to explain? Hundreds. Hundreds. Who's in second place? Right? Who has more commentaries written on them after Rashi? The Ramban. How many of the Ramban? Probably less than ten. Maybe ten. Rashi, we have hundreds of Pirushim. Rashi Allah Torah is mesmerizing. Remember Rabbeinu Tam's quote of his grandfather? Rabbeinu Tam said, I can imagine how my, my, my grandfather wrote his commentary on Shas. We can't, but he can. I can't fathom how he wrote his commentary a la Torah. And that's what, that's what has the, uh, the greatest of minds over the past thousand years have been, uh, taken by Rashi. We mentioned Rashi made it into Shnaimaker Vechatargum. Like, how'd Rashi do that? It's in the Gemara. The Gemara talking about Unkulus. Okay, Unkulus was a Tana. That's why Unkulus counts. Rashi counts. How does Rashi count? Rashi lived after the Gemara. The Rishon him say, right, the Ramban says Rashi's the Bechor. So we have the Maharal. So ask the Maharal on Rashi. Vakasha. Imkain. Lama Kasavze. Shalabliboshiashir. Why does it say this? Such a complicated uh, context. It went up in his heart to sing. Hari Mavur Bakasav Shahayashar. Right? It's clear in the Pasik that they sung. Moshe. It should just say the past tense. Why do I care about the moment before he sung that he sung in the future? Just say now he sung a song. Says the Maharal, can you know what the Torah is teaching us here? It's teaching us the root and the motivation of song. The root of song starts in the heart. It start, the person doesn't just sing. Person is not in the mood to sing, they don't sing. Right? If somebody's in a bad mood, they're not going to start singing and humming. Right? Song is a reflection of a state of the heart, says the Maharal. And that's what the Torah is trying to tell us. This song wasn't forced by Moshe to call Yisrael or on Moshe. 
when Simcha comes into the hearts of Tzadikim, Ola Beliba Mashira. Right? The song then flows off their lips. If there's song, that reflects that there was a prior simcha. The Torah is trying to teach us that there was a feeling that caused the song. And that's what the Torah wants us to think about. They were in ecstasy from seeing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Greatness. They weren't forcing themselves to sing. Through their mind. Like a person who forces themselves to do something. It wouldn't have been a real song. A song that is That's where it starts from. That's where it starts from. And that's what the Torah is telling us. True song comes from inside and it goes out. And in the uh, the footnote, Rabbi, um, Rabbi Hartman connects this back to what the Maharal says also, a parallel idea, not the same idea, but it's a parallel idea back in Bracious. In Vayigash, when Rashi quotes the Medrash, Yaakov and Yosef see each other after more than two decades. And what does Rashi say? Because it only says he cried. It doesn't say they cried. So what does Rashi say he cried? Well, Yosef was busy crying on his father's shoulder. But Yaakov, he was busy saying Kriyashma. He was busy saying Kriyashma. What in the world was he saying Kriyashma for? What was he saying Kriyashma for? So says the Gerarye. Yesh ladas in Kriyashma shahaya korei. Ubezei yituras mashaloi korei Yosef Kriyashma. Why? Vishkasher bo Yaakov eros Yosef ben Omelech. When Yaakov sees his son after so many years, all of a sudden he had such a love. He had such a love for Hashem. And he recognizes all of the plans. And he realizes what happened and what transpired 22 years ago. And maybe he thinks about everything. Hashem is ultimately just. When something happens, they connect to Hashem. It wasn't like, oh, he should have been hugging his son. But no, instead he went and, and said Kriyashma. No, that was all flowing from the same feeling. He had a feeling, right? In our case, there was a feeling of Shira and he sung Shira. Yaakov had a feeling of love for Akadosh Baruch and therefore he screamed out Shema Yisrael. It wasn't all the lumdis, all the lumdis of, of, it was at this man Kriyashma, and Yosef was Osik Mitzvah because keep it of aim, and Yaakov wasn't Osik, but it wasn't that type of Kriyashma. It was just a Kriyashma of pouring out of emotion. To recognize that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is in charge. Kodesh Baruch Hu. Like I mentioned, that parsha, parsha Vayikash, whenever it was a month and a half ago, I was Zoha that week to see my son after 75 days, whatever it was, that I didn't speak to him when he got out of Aza for the first time. And it was the week of Kriyashma. And I could say, it was, it's mamish, it flows. That's the feeling. You want to scream out to Kodesh Baruch You say a bracha of Shechianu. Right? This is, this is what the Maharal says. It starts with the feeling and then goes out. So it's the, it's the feelings that cause the actions. And that's what in our parsha the Maharal is saying that the Torah is trying to tell us. It's the feeling that brought the action of Shira. Okay. Now we have something very, uh, against Special thought, but it's uh, very appropriate, obviously, for for this time of our history, and everything is always fits into what we're what we're living through. The um, if you look in the Simon Labanim of Kashtiel in source number six, no, source number seven. I'm sorry. The first time we encounter this week, it's the first time we call Hakadosh Baruch Hu by a certain title. The first time, Melech. Hashem's the king. That's how this event is described. We say it every day. Hashem yimloch liolam vo'ed. That's from, that's from uh, Kriyas Yamsuf. That's from Shira Sayam. Hashem yimloch liolam vo'ed. Right, we describe it in Davening. Malchuscha ra'u vanecha. Malchus of Hashem, we first saw at Kriyas Yamsuf. What was it about that event that 
showed us HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Melech. Zikaron Shiras Hayam Akriyas Yamsuf. Ole Bechol Yom Betfila. Umalchu Sovu Ratzon Kiblu Aleihem. Moshe Ben Yisrael Lachanu Shira. Right? It didn't happen later. We didn't wait till Maimed Ar Sinai to call Hashem the Melech. And it didn't happen earlier by the Makkas. Malchus Chor Avadah We Avnei Moshe. B'Shtei Pamim Malchus Hashem. Achim Bekriyas Hayam L'Rishon Abitorah Mugdar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kemelech. Hashem is called the king. Hashem Yimloch Le'olam Vo'ed. Adatah HaKadosh Baruch Hu Uzkar B'Shem Ozrabim. Until now, Hashem had many names. Ach lo betoar melech atshirasayam. Up until now. And interesting, throughout, right, b'malach ha-parashan u-pokshim b'motivim malchutiim. We come across themes that are very malchus-related. Hashem ishmochama, Hashem's going to fight for you. Hashem yilochem lochem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu nilcham k'mo melech. Kriyas yamsav mecholelas had gadol b'kerev ha-malchus bezar. Interestingly, all the other Malachim were scared by Kriyas Yamsuf because Hashem showed himself as the Melech somehow. Shimua Gazun, Edom, all of them. So what was it about Kriyas Yamsuf that showed the world HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Melech? So even just the title of the next section is really interesting. Historia. Historia, history. But historia is Hester, the hiddenness ka of Hashem. Historia, Hester ka. Amazing. Just to come to the shir for that one, Dayenu. Right. Even if a person is limited in how he can control his reality, we are involved in history. We're limited, but, you know, we, we have Bechirachachis. We do things in history. Countries, there's politicians, there's leaders, and they just make decisions for their countries. Finance, economic, security. It appears, when you look at the world and you look at countries, you see it's pretty benadam. Right, it's really Basar Vadam ruled. Right, why did this country invade that country, and why did why did this country make this decision, and and uh, this country decided to secede? Well, it's it's like they make their decisions. Turn the page. B'Malach Parshas Vaerabo, Makas Mitzrayim Heru Lakolki Hakadosh Baruch Hu Sholit Beteva. Up until now, Hashem is in charge of nature. He's in charge of the world. He could affect. Your bodies of water, he could affect the animal kingdom, right? He could affect, um, all teva. He can make it dark when it's supposed to be light. Bishalach is something new. It's not about HaKadosh Baruch Hu playing around with teva. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu playing around with, with countries and peoples. Niftachas marecha shnia savi vashlita b'malchus pehistoria paro yotzei l'machama kemelech omei berasham paro's the melech and he's in, goes in front of his people hakadosh baruch hu is in front of his people to go fight it's not that they're just sitting in mitzrayim and hashem is affecting the world but hashem is fighting for his people he's our leader umizbarish hakadosh baruch amu melech right what's going to happen before you go into the water hashem's going to move away move away the water so you can get through the melech goes first. And it creates a path for the people behind him. Right, Kaddish Baruch Hu is involved in all issues that come up internationally. It starts off with Hashem in charge of nature, and then Hashem in charge of being involved in all details of our life. That's every morning we say that. We talk about Imsuka de Zimra. We start off with all the halalukas, and then we get to Shiras Hayam. He's the king. Melech Anoshut, right? He takes a, what, one people, he lets them go through. He takes another people, and he drowns them. Historia Milashon Hester Ka. And he quotes that from Ravsi Yehuda. Historia Eina Azuva. Right, Baruch Hu is in charge. And this, that knowledge gives a person great simcha. To know that there's a melech. 
There's a melech ha'olam. We say it every time we make a bracha. We just don't think about it too often. Right? Melech olam is not just that Hashem controls nature, but Hashem is intricately involved in the lives of people. Havanazu yotzera simcha v'shira on the bottom right. This shira, misameach lizkor, it's, it's comforting. Shachayim ha'politiyim ha'mestalim l'chor adam. Right? We look at, sometimes we look around at, again, we have to do our ishtavos, as much as Talish Bazar can do. But then we look sometimes at decisions of politicians over the years. who's in charge. Leiv malachim b'yad Hashem. Leiv malachim. told us enoshis, was great if it was just up to people, purely, then we're, we, we, we need to be nervous. But we have to do our ishtavos, but then at the end of the day, no, HaKadosh Baruch who's in charge. He's the melech. Yismechu, be happy in that knowledge that he is the that he is the melech that he is the melech and continues Amalek why did Amalek attack? because like Amalek couldn't stand this Amalek couldn't stand that there was knowledge of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his being a melech this shock this wave of Malchus Hashem that was taken over, he didn't want to, he didn't want to accept that. Lomer Shadavar Loishtana, Historia Dainatuna Bidi Adam. I'm like, say, no, there's still Mikra, there's still Suffolk. Akadish Baruch was not in charge. He tried to bring that back. And people will think that until Mashiach comes. As we know, Rashi quotes at the end of this week's parsha. Kiyad al Kais Kam al Kamal Hashem Bamalek. Midor Dor. It's not going to be clear to all. Because Amalek brings the power of, you know, the Akadosh Baruch was not in charge. He's not the, the Melech who's involved in everything. He tried to undo that. But we have to recognize and take solace and comfort that no matter what happens, again, we have to do our Ishtablus. But once we do everything we can, Akadosh Baruch who's in charge. Akadosh Baruch who's in charge. And then he even quotes, he even quotes in source number nine. He even quotes in source number nine. We know that there are two types of esoteric visions that Chazal describe. What are the two? The Mishnah and Chagika talk about this. Maisa Bracious is Hashem as the Creator. Over Maisa Merkava, Maisa Merkava is about the Shem, Hashem as the Manhig, the one that's involved. <laughs> he didn't just create, but he's involved. Maisa Merkava, who Mizgala Elenu Kimanhig Ha Historia. He's involved, like we know, Shira Sayam. He's involved. Yechazkel ben Buzi shirasa meiser merkava. Yechazkel who saw in Perak Aleph the meiser merkava lo ra'a mashero Yisrael bekrias yamsuf es hamelach hamanig as meiser merkava. Yechazkel saw the meiser merkava. He saw the chariot, but he didn't see the chariot driver. That's why it's called the meiser merkava. Merkava is one step removed. Bnei Yisrael. At Kriyas Yamsuf saw more than the Markava. Rasa Shiv Chalayama Shalara Yecheska Benbuzi. Why Dafka Yecheska Benbuzi? Because Dafka that's described as the chariot. Because ultimately you can't see a Kaddish Baruch unless he comes down and reveals himself, like in Kriyas Yamsuf. Nitrefes beyond Merkato Shapara. Paro's Merkavos drowned. Lamelech Yesh Merkava. Right, the king has a Merkava. We saw that as much as humanly possible, <coughs> but a king also needs a palace. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu says at the end of Kriyas Yamsuf. We're going to make you a place. We're going to bring you. And that's Malchus. So as we go through all of our history, we recognize that there is Hashka, there is Bechir Chavshis, that's true, but there's also Hashgach Pratis. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu is behind Golios and Geulos. And throughout all the centuries and all the places and exiles where Bnei Yisrael were, Kodesh Baruch Hu is behind the scenes. Historia Hesterka. He's behind and he makes his presence felt when, 
when he needs to. Okay. Good. So at the end of Kriyas Yamsuf, we come out and Moshe Rabbeinu in Pasik Chavbez, right after Kriyas Yamsuf, right after Miriam sings, Vayasa Moshe Yisrael Miyamsuf. Vayasa is Hifil. Right, it's caused him. It doesn't Vayisa, and he traveled. He went Vayasa. So what's Vayasa? And he caused to travel, Rashi. He si'an balkarcham. He forced them. He forced us away from Kriyas Yamsa. What? Were we so in shock? Were we just like looking at the water and we still couldn't believe it? No, Rashi says no. Not, so, not such great interpretation. Sh'itru mitzrayim, mitzrayim as suseyem betachshite zav The mitzrayim adorned all of their horses and chariots with gold and silver, va'avanim tovos, and beautiful gems. V'hayu Yisrael motzino sambayam. And we didn't want to leave because it was all getting washed up on the sea. And we wanted to get all the gold and the silver. U'gedolo ha'isa bizas hayami bizas mitzrayim. Even more than when they took out in last week's parsha was being washed up. This is the good stuff. The gold and the silver. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu had to force them. Vayasa Moshe es Yisrael. He caused them to travel. He had to force them. And they went three days and and they didn't find water. They just had a whole experience with water. And now they can't find any water. They just had more water than they needed. And now they can't find water. Interesting to think about, that's not our topic now, how water plays a role in so many of the, of the, uh, events. But Vayasa, says the Klayakar. Says the Klayakar in source number 10. What's the Hemshech, uh, the juxtaposition of the, of the, uh, stories? We have Kriyas Yamsuf, then we have an Israel can't get away from the mid, from the, from the, uh, riches. And then we have they can't find any water. Is there, a, a connection between those, Events says the Klayakar, source number ten. Pierce Rashi Vyasi Sia Bakarcham Lafi. Shalorat Solifroshman Bizasayam Vaya Moshe Misyare Penribuya Osher Yavim Lidechait. Moshe was nervous. Why didn't Moshe wait a few minutes? No, he was nervous that so many riches, the Nisayun of Osher would not be good for them. Vachait Maisehegel Yochiach, I'll I'll show that you're right. I'll prove to you that he was right. Kirov Zav Shahushbalahem, the the great amount of gold that they got, Hayasibasasiaso. Right? How they make the chait, the the egel hazahov from all the zav that they have. So we yeah, got a lot of riches, might not use it. So Moshe had to get him away. Hisiem Bakarcham. The old Khashav Moshe, Moshe also thought, Shiribu Yaosha Yisiba Lushalo Yiru Yil Kabalasatora. Right? So much focus on Gashmias and on Osher would distance them and make them not roy for Kabbalah Satorah. Ki Torah veha Osher barchim Torah and a, to be subservient to riches. Those are, those are enemies. Barchim zem Vem zulazu. As the David Amela says, ki tovli ki unesi uman el ban So Moshe had to get him away. Got to get him away from all of this Gashmias because a focus on Gashmias will lead them away from Ruchnias. Says the Klayakar, but now we get to the next story and it connects. They went three days and they couldn't find any water. Mida Keneged Mida, says the Klayakar. Why? They were being Osik in something that was well beyond what they needed. Hashem's going to take away an, um, an, a re- You think that's a necessity? I'll take away a necessity. You'll see what a necessity is. I'm adding that. But he's saying, you're not roi to accept the Torah, which is nimshalamayim, so I'm taking away the mayim. Right, yesterday's dafyomi. Right, it wasn't only Torah. Simple, it was really, they didn't have water. Had, had the tree, you know, sweeten it. He was trying to give them a message. They were osig bebiza. You didn't run to the Makam Kabbalah Satora. 
Right? You didn't rush to what's important, so I'm taking away something that's important. Right? You might say they, they were getting mixed up with what's a necessity and what's a something extra, something extra, a, a uh, an added. And Moshe Rabbeinu, Akadosh Baruch Hu, had to teach them that. You know, this is necessity. Water is necessity, and Torah, Shenikra Mayim, is a necessity. What you're taking is a luxury. It's not a necessity, and therefore you need to learn that message. They needed to learn that. Right? They were just um, um, not 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 uh, focused on on uh, what's what was a um, what, what was needed. You know, they were just in Mitzrayim for over 200 years. You know, they were not balanced in what was needed. They, they, they were starving. So suddenly starving, they, they didn't have the right equilibrium. And therefore this is, they went to one extreme and they had to go to the other extreme to hopefully end up in the, in the middle. Okay. Continuing, moving right along, there's so much in the Parsha. We have, uh, we have the Mun. We have the source for three meals on, on, uh, on Shabbos, we know we spoke about those who listened to the Tzurba Merabanan Halacha Shirim. Spoke this week uh, about about uh, the three meals on Shabbos, and we have the Mon. There's many details. A lot of the Mon is not described until later in the Torah, but one element, right? There were those that didn't listen to Moshe, right? We say that it was Dasan and Aviram. Vayosiru Anashim Imenu Adboker Vayarum Tolaim Vayivash, and it spoiled Vayiksofalei Moshe. Moshe got angry. Right, they gathered it every morning. Each person a kfi achlo based on what he eats. Keep that word in mind. And the sun got hot, or the sun made the day hot. Vinamas and it melted. Vinamas and it melted. Rashi. Hanishar basade nimoach. What was left in the field melted, the naasen nechalim, and it became little streams. The shosin mimenu elimutzvaim, and animals ate from these streams. The umos haolam tzadin meem. Other nations caught these animals that ate from these streams that came from the man. The toamin lohem taman, and they tasted the man. The yodim, even though it was a klishlishi. But still, and they knew what the godless of Bnei Yisrael. So Rashi says, whatever was left in the field uh, melted. Says the Ksavah Kabbalah, what's Rashi trying to add? Right, what was left in the field, the Cham Hashemesh Vinamas, right, is also also in the uh, Unkelis. Right, we have three words in the Pasuk, the Cham Hashemesh Vinamas, and Unkelis has a whole five extra words. What was left out in the fields, when the sun was hot and it pashar, it melted. Right? You might ask what was left in the field. Didn't Hashem send exactly the right amount for every Jew? Okay, kasha. But um, says the Ksava Kabbalah. What is Rashi and the uncle is trying to tell us? Just a little diuk about the story. Only what was left in the field melted. That's the emphasis. What they gathered in, right, it fell in the morning. They didn't eat everything in the morning. They probably saved half of it for supper. That didn't melt. That's the emphasis of Rashi and Unkelis. What was left in the field melted, but what was in their cupboard didn't melt. Lo shalat alav chomayom. The heat of the day did not melt it, even though it was boiling in the desert. Velo chamaish ki akare lekitaso milvad shelo hemesu od chomashemesh. It didn't melt. Avol nasa miksha. It became solid. Shigamaish lo shalat bo. Velachin nechal kamoshu. It was able to be eaten and it was sweet. How do I know? How do I know that it didn't melt? Maybe they all had. Maybe it was all. Drinks, food is drinks, and it melted. Rashi's emphasizing that. How did Rashi know that? If it was very soft and able to melt, then it would have melted when we put it into our mouth. It wouldn't say ishlafi achlo. It wouldn't be called eating. It would be called drinking, because you can't eat a liquid. 
because it was hard, when they wanted to make a stew or bread, or they wanted to think that that's what they wanted, right? They had, they had to crush it, as is described. If you crush it, it must not have melted. So Rashi just talks about that nace, or another nace. There were many nisim about the man. But another nace that we don't really think about. The mon that was left in the fields melted. The mon that was gathered in did not melt. It's the same thing. It must, it changed. The second that it was, um, gathered in, it changed for, uh, for Klai Yisra. Okay. One final thought. One final thought towards the end of the, uh, parsha. Towards the end of the parsha, we have Moshe Rabbeinu again, they're thirsty for water. Water comes up again. Take the mate. The mate that you split the sea with, take that with you. Go to the rock, hit the rock, right? This is what confused Moshe, according to some of Farshim, later on in Chukas. Hit the rock, the Rabbeinu Bachai notes, Moshe Rabbeinu was told here to take the mate. Says Rabbeinu Bachai, first he quotes a medrash. Umatcha asher ikisabo asayor v'nepach l'ra'a kach b'yadecha. V'ikisabo b'tzur v'yishapech l'tova. Says the medrash. Shlosha dvarim heim, there are three things. Kolechad mehem dachas ha-peronas ve'evi peronas. There are three things that were used for punishment, but also used for the good, which really shows that it's not about the item itself, right? It's about how it's used. Those three, says the Medrash. Ktores, doches aparanus. Ktores, right? Save the day. Remember later on in Sefer Bamidbar. When Aaron Akoin was back to the Ktores, it stopped the plague. And yet, the Eish Zara in Parsha Shmini. Ktores brought death. Ktores brought stopping of death. Ha'aron, who sharegas Uza v'anshe Bechemesh. Remember, Peretz Uza, on the way back, bringing the Aron. Shenemar v'yach v'anshe Bechemesh. But what happened after that? Who shabirechas Ovin Edom Akiti. The Aron went to Ovid Edom's house, and he started having six tuplets. Shenemar v'yivarech Hashem, as Ovid Edom, is called Beso v'chulu. So, the Ktores... And the Aron and the Mate. Moshe's Mate. Mate shall San Pirion Hoya. Hu Shaharak Bachori Bitzrayim. Vevi Makos Amitzrayim. It brought the Makos. Hu Shahotzi Amayim and Atsur. But it also brought water for Klai Yisrael. Ad Khan Bemedrish. Step one. So what's the, he doesn't talk about the message of that Medrish, but it could be that there's nothing that's, that's inherently good or bad. It depends how you use it. Depends how you use it. Depends how Kodesh Baruch Hu tells you to use it. But then he says, Vidav is bonain. Shalonishtami Shumnavi Bimate Ala Moshe Bulvad. Moshe is the only one that used a mate. No other navi was told to take a mate. Umebresha mate hoyatrilasa osos nimsar lamoshe shaisatrilas hanavim. The mate, God doesn't explain why fully, but the mate was for the beginnings. Only Moshe. Moshe was the first. Moshe was the first. Trilas hanavim. The beginning of the Osos, even Yehoshua, Vav Yehoshua Talmido, Shekiba Mimenu Lo Nishtamish Bemate Ela Bekidon. He used a different type of staff called a Kidon and not a Mate. Mate is for Moshe. Why? The Tama, the Tama Dover. Ki Hamate Asher Biyada Moshe More Al Adnus VaAl Hayecholus VaKoach. A Mate is a royal staff. The royal staff. Moshe is the shliach of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He's the only one that could use that royal staff. Ke'inyan shekasev mata oz shevet limshol. Others could use a kidon. Many people take spears. Many people take other types of of a weapons. But that's not the simon of being a king, right? Like the sharbit hazahav. That's not a weapon. That's a symbol. The mata was a symbol. The symbol of the godless, of the adros of Hashem, and Moshe is the only one. Because Moshe is Isha, there are a few people that are called, right, Evet Hashem. Moshe is Isha Lokim. Isha Lokim 
And that's a difference. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu is different. The difference in the levels of Nevuah. Aspaklari ha-me'ira, aspaklari she'ena me'ira. He says, on line 17, Zepho'eva, line 15, 17, Va'chiluk shemayim va'aretz. The chiluk between Moshe and Yeshua is like heaven and earth. Moshe, Moshe was on Har Sinai 40 days and 40 nights, and really 120, altogether. Moshe was, again, he was human, but... He was a Kaddish Baruch Hu Shliach to give the Torah, and therefore he had to get some angelic qualities to him. And therefore, Zepoah v'Zemekabel, Moshe is an active party. Throughout the days of Moshe, they ate from Shemayim, because Moshe, b'schus Moshe, because he was half in heaven. Right? Moshe, right? Yeshua, you fight the war, Moshe says, I'm going to... I'm going to fight the Saroshel Amalek in heaven. Moshe was half in, half in Shamayim. And therefore, he's the only one that gets the Mate. Because the Mate is, is the simon of Adnos HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Moshe Rabbeinu is his, is his Shliach. And then he quotes the other Midrashim, the sun and the moon, and others. But we recognize there are many Parshios that reflect the uniqueness of Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? Parshas Baha'aloscha, Parshas Yisro and Mishpatim, and maybe even Parshas B'Shalach now. Not only because he's the leader, but he's the only one with the mate. And that means that he's the one that is, so to speak, the shliach of Hashem more than anyone else. Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai. Some of Hashem say Kibel is in total. Umasara, Mesira, is whatever you could get. All the other Lashonos are Mesira. Only Moshe was Mekabel. He was different. He was with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? We say... As close as one could get, teammate. But um, that's what we daven for. So we daven for recognizing that Hashem is the Malchus. We recognize that Amalek should be wiped out. And the clearness, the clarity of the Malchus should be seen by all. Hashem Yimloch, Leolam, Vayet. Okay, we'll stop here.